Yo, I'm your host King Shay, and welcome to King Speech. Here we're going to be discussing what it means to be a man, or in other words, what it means to be a king. So just sit back, relax, and follow me on my journey through manhood, and also lay in on how it feels for a man to find his feet, develop, and learn just how heavy the head is that bears the ground. Oh my God! <laughs> I use it all the time, but like this one is a different room. So Familiarize yourself with them. You don't want to be using the wrong one. We've done that. Yeah. <laughs> what, use the wrong one? And <laughs> press everyone until you find the right one. Daddy. Okay. <laughs> that one and the blue one underneath that on the same row? No, no, other one. It was the green that one. one. Yeah, that one. That one? Yeah, that one. But that, this one yeah. What? What you talking about? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Yo, I'm your host, King Shay. <laughs> Just like that. Are you, Just like that. Are you recording all time. <laughs> oh wow. Oh wow. Yo, I'm your host, King Shay, and welcome to another episode of King Speech. I am here with, uh, with a couple of guests. Want to introduce yourselves? What up? It's Joe Carter. It's Ivan. It's Ivan for wow. How did I say? <laughs> How did I repeat you? I don't, I don't know why I repeat you. It's the first time guest. That's why. First time guest, but it's good to guys have you guys on. <laughs> Good to guys, guys. Good guys, guys. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> wow. Okay, but yeah, it's good to have you guys. Um, have you guys on for another episode? Um, I just how's it really been? It's been a while. Like I haven't really been. Um, it's been a long time, man. Yeah, I haven't been doing anything in a while, and I've been taking a pause. A couple of weeks now. Yeah, how's things with um with you, Jay? Everything's uh, cool. Wow, everything's cool. <laughs> um just just grinding you know back on youtube so i'm just trying to be consistent dude plug yourself uh youtube is joe carter <laughs> you might as well the platform's here the platform's that's c-a-r-t-a yes not t-e-r t-e-r that's oh yeah it's true yes oh yeah it's true you probably got that as well in the beginning we were talking about maybe <laughs> i didn't i didn't oh, okay i really didn't i didn't yeah so um i hope to release videos every tuesdays and fridays Sign next week Come so on. yeah cool man even how's life been for you man you know how it is man fatherhood just enjoying the new baby boy mm, congratulations yeah, man thank you it was three months yesterday I'm trying to think of the right <laughs> one <laughs> i think it's this one okay we'll, we'll i'll take it i'll take <laughs> we'll it or even it. the I'll bottom one it. the I bottom pink hi okay <laughs> okay w- one below was that one awesome. i'll take that one i'll take that i was one. looking for the one that said daddy but i feel like that might be the top yeah one, top orange I, daddy that's it he's a daddy yeah so yeah man i'm learning how to be a boy dad now i learned how to be a girl while still learning how to be a girl dad mm. so now it's a boy dad and mm. obviously still learning how to be a husband and that's it ah man that's it that's the, I, I, you know it's so weird because it's like when you like i don't you don't talk much about being a husband or being a father so for me hearing that i'm just thinking like rah like you're a husband yeah. and a father like mainly firstly before everything mm. I put well, yeah, yeah. I have to be a husband in the morning, first thing, and mm. a father in the morning. Before I had to be a son, a friend, a brother. So now mm. it's completely just completely sixty. Crazy. Wait, not three sixty. One eighty. Is it even a one eighty? I think it's just an adjustment. Isn't I it? always say three sixty, but apparently you you just back in the yeah. Same yeah, place. it's true. Three sixty, you go back yeah, in the same so place. One eighty. <laughs> yeah, people say it all the time. Wait, no, but it's not one eighty because you haven't gone back. You're just kind of. I'm just in a different place. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's different to what I used to wake up to before. Mm, but it's good to like hear that you're you're doing well and the, mm. the wife and kids are doing amazing. Thank God, man. Actually, um, for our episode today, <laughs> drum roll, please. 
we don't have one. We don't have a. I know, right? Okay, but our episode for today is I have a name, but it's to do with Mother's Day. Okay, so I think wow. it's quite interesting that you actually, you know, speaking about being a father and being yeah. a being a husband. Um, but it's kind of mm-hmm. really just talking about Mother's Day, appreciating mothers. Um, we all have our own experience with with our mothers. Um, and I just kind of want to talk about that. Um, just really how you know, um, you know, we give a lot of a, a like parade and attention to mothers and stuff like that, which they do deserve. But I think um, what I want to basically do today is really just kind of talk about how mothers and mother like having a mother mother figures has influenced who we are as people and just to you know just to use this week as a way to you know we had international women's day i think was on monday i think yeah yes i know it's quite convenient i never knew that international mother's day is always on the same week as mother's day but but mother's day is not always on the same day i've just found out that mother's day i might be wrong but it's like five weeks after some sort of day in January or February. Mm. Mm. So last year it landed on like the twenty fifth. Okay. And now it's landed on the what the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's the fourteenth is Sunday, isn't it? No. Uh, things thirteenth. Mm. Isn't that Saturday? People that no, are hearing yes, this are going to be 14th, like, oh, 14th, it's this, 14th, this, and 14th. that. I'm not sure, but I know it's like five weeks after a specific date. Mm. I'm not sure, something like that. But yeah, I kind of just wanted, you know, even just for your son. One day when he grows up, he hears his podcast. Definitely. He'd be like, you know what? Mm. Like, I understand the importance of mothers. Mm. And even for those, like, you know, those young men out there who haven't had a mother or mm. maybe don't appreciate their mother, mm. it's really because that's the whole point of King's Speech. King's Speech is to raise young kings, is to raise young men, okay. is to give a, men, a male platform to help other men. Mm. And like I said, always, you know, women can listen to it too as well. Um, just to learn about you know the, the male counterpart yeah. um, and all those things but um just to talk about the importance of, of mothers really so i think as you know as a guy sometimes it could be like you know what guys don't get much attention but i think it's because we we don't and un, we underestimate the effect a mother has on her children um not underestimate but as like basically we underestimate it and because of that, we do have to give the level of credit that they mm. do deserve, basically, because mm. um, they do deserve it. I think I just took a couple of days um, just talking to a friend and just learning about, like, how much, like, attachments from an early age influences, you know, um, your life. Mm. And your first attachment, your first, like, attachment you have is your mother. Yeah, And that is set up, you know, the stage of every other relationship you have after True. that. Um, and it's so important to value um, and for even mothers to understand. Because you know what? A mother might listen to this and she may be struggling with her son. It's true. You know, or she may be a mother and, you know, unfortunately maybe she's left her family or something yeah. like that. Mm. And letting her understand, you know, what affects like she she has, her presence has. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like mothers play such a cardinal role in a child's life mm. um male or female and it's like like you're saying like they i feel i feel like sometimes because we're used to it it goes kind of unnoticed mm. or we don't actually deep how much mothers have to do mm. in yeah parents do a lot like both mothers and fathers but in most cases the mothers always have that extra something that extra mm-hmm. extra work to put in yeah um and I see a lot, I see a lot, or I hear a lot, the mother say is that a mother knows. Mm. And it's like, no matter what the child is going through, a mother always knows how to fix it. And I feel like there's something that 
we take for granted because yeah. a lot of times um because we're so used to always having someone there to fix it when you don't have that someone to fix it it's like you really deep how much of an impact mothers actually do make and mm. can make and we've got to remember that they're they're females so females feel more mm. they love more mm. they it's like everything is extra than in comparison with a man so yeah they're mothers mm. obviously mothers can only be females yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what yeah let's, and we just let's got and they're more sensitive you understand so sometimes yeah. we we can't treat them the same mm. you know like every parent says listen i treat my children the same yeah right it's the same with a child you can't treat your parents the same your mother deserves extra attention mm. and a special type of attention mm. and respect and that your dad otherwise his own just yeah just and I, I think that phrase and just the other way around i don't think parents should treat their kids the same because they're all different yeah of course discipline them the same whatever but yeah back to the mother thing yeah they should just they're they're special and then yeah it's it's, it's a good topic to talk about today yeah and, um, um yeah. i'm gonna say like because just kind of to open up the floor just transparently like i think mothers are your first your your first contact and what i mean by that is that i literally as in from the time you are sperm and egg you are living with them for nine months true. and i think you don't understand the biological and the psychological connection you have towards your mother mm. and then when you grow up and you lose that for example like i said to be transparent i lost my mum when i was like three four mm. and you know she she passed away from from cancer yeah. and um she had it twice she had it before i was born and then she she beat it and then she had it again after she gave birth to me wow. and um during that time you know sometimes you think to yourself like well how do you remember these things but you know when you're a kid you pick up on a lot of things yeah and i think especially with mothers you do pick up on these kind of things um and you know what i realized is that as i'm older now i think i underestimated what i was missing in that time and how it's affected how i interact with in, in future relationships mm. so like even with with that being said it's like when I think about just pretty much like growing up and knowing that, just feeling that absence yeah. of that of that person, which I I just have this this unnurtured, it's just so instinctive connection to. When you lose that, yeah. it does a lot to a person. When you say relationships, you mean relationship with women? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, because okay. they're your first experience of how to interact with a woman. It's true. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's so in it's so like. I just even just using this as therapy for myself. Yeah. Like I really just began to take time and I was just like, you know, because even this podcast might even be for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bro, like, take your time. But you yeah, know, it's just really just too. taking that time. Cause I, I thought to myself, I was like, wow, like, why do I have these insecurities? Why do I have these difficulties with women sometimes, with trusting women, um, being able to make solid connections mm. and not feeling like, you know, they may just walk off one day. And I was like looking back and I was thinking, what is the thing that was missing? And obviously it's, for everybody's different. But the only thing I can think of is like when you like my mom was sick, so she couldn't even like carry me. She couldn't really breastfeed me. You know, all these things that should encourage contact. And what age did you say? I was like three, four. But then when she got it, not long after she gave birth to me. Yeah. So like maybe for the first year, she I was basically looked after my sisters. Mm. Wow. Um, and I didn't, you know, my mom got sick really quickly. She was in a hospice. My sisters basically were like my mother figures. Yeah. Um, and. But then now I'm growing up, I see like um, just the effects that having that absence had. Because I remember growing up and um, 
like everybody in my area knew me even my 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 my, my teachers they knew that my mom had passed away because all my sisters went to the same school and they used to refer to me as the boy whose mammy died like mm. it was this irish lady wow yeah man that's not, and um that's not cool. you know those mo- i mean it's not her fault like you know this the teachers didn't really know me so the only way they knew me as the younger sibling was like yeah. you know the boy whose mammy died kind of thing but and if a child heard that and then another child starts saying that and another one before you know it the whole school of course so that's when it it's a big effect so that's why i said wow like it's not it's not cool. yeah of course like 100 percent. so like just um you know, when kids were like, oh, my, my, my mom's going to take me to school. My mom's going to do this for me. It's going to mm, cook for me. It was yeah. more like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Sounds good. I mean, th- I mean, that's my experience. Yeah, for me, my mom passed away also from cancer about seven, seven years ago. And for me, like, for like Mother's Day is coming up. I hated Mother's Year for like, Mother's Day. Mother's Year. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not listen they deserve a whole year bro. <laughs> i hated mother's day for like five years mm. but even in that i i think after two years of her passing i realized that all right cool my mom's passed away but it doesn't mean that i can't show love to all the other mothers in my life mm. all right cool my mom's passed away but i have aunties i have cousins that are mothers I have friends that are mothers so i feel like that losing my mom it was a hard thing. Okay, I'm the only child. Mm. She was a single mother. So, like, we were super close. It was me and her against the world. So, I think the hardest part... Hard, man. Well, the hard part was learning to live without her. But then, at the same time, it every every other woman in my life kind of filled in for little places where... where a space was missing that makes sense where there was a void yeah where there was a void yeah. obviously you can't replace her completely yeah. but it's like I had to kind of look on the brighter side of things mm. and and try to do my best and try to be the best person I could be because of how she raised me mm. that sentence doesn't make sense <laughs> I, I understand because I know you I understand yeah. It, yeah. like I tried to be the best I could be mm. for her kind of thing so I always for me it's almost like a touchy subject when i see children disrespect their mothers yeah because right. like for me it's like you're disrespecting your mother but some don't have this yeah mm. so it's like it's, it's a touchy subject so i definitely do think it's important for children and especially men to value um their mothers and value any time they have with them and to take any opportunity they can to make them happy and to honor them in any way yeah personally so mm-hmm. yeah that's my definitely Boy, my 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 two cents is gonna be completely different to yours. That's why you're here, man. You understand? Mm, yeah. I I was fortunate that my, I'm fortunate that my mother's still alive. Thank mm, God. Mm, mm. Um, you guys are speaking, and now obviously I'm listening, and I'm in. I'm like I'm feeling for you guys, but I was actually thinking because the topic is mothers. I'm 29. Mm. I've known my mother for 29 years. Yeah, consciously for like what 25? Because you don't start speaking properly till you're like four or five. Mm-hmm. But the the biggest example of a mother that I've actually received is from my wife. That's that, that's and it's only been two today. years, and it, and today, and it's so weird because you, you're speaking about um, you're saying um, it's called the king speech, right? Yeah. So yeah. you want boys, you want men, boys that are going to become men to in this topic to appreciate their mothers, mm. whatever. But maybe they don't know what to appreciate. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Sense. Mm-hmm. How can you appreciate stuff you don't know what to appreciate? True. The simple fact that they carried you for nine months. Sorry, sorry, sorry. For the ladies that listen, it's not a simple fact. But for the main fact that everyone knows that a woman uh, carries a child for nine months um, and obviously goes through all that torture when, they, when they're giving birth. That's all we know, do you understand? Mm. As kids. And yeah, we say thank you, thank you, but we tend to forget. And the reason I say that I've learned more of what a mother is with my wife and seeing her and I've been there through every step is that there's so much more than just um, just the giving birth. There's mm. the things that happen from the time that you find out that you're pregnant on a stick, they instantly start worrying. Yeah. Their mother, in motherly instincts, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they kick in straight away, straight away. And my instincts, <laughs> I'm just happy. I'm just going to go tell my friends that I'm going to be a dad. Mm. But she starts worrying from the thing. So she's a mother from the time that test is positive. Wow. Through the whole nine months, like you said, the nine months, they're creating a... A connection with um yeah she's where, like already a mother and you're becoming a father yeah i don't yeah. I, I don't know maybe maybe your opinion might be different but i i think i'm only a father when the physical baby is here yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah you're becoming a father because exactly. one day the baby will be there i don't know him i've never seen him yeah. i can hardly feel him until the last like a month before he comes out mm. and um and then that's before that's just during the nine months then they give birth and they go through all of that mm. palaver and then it's the baby blues which i had no idea what it was what's the, what's the baby blues or the baby blues <laughs> if my wife is here she's gonna hear this and if i don't get it right she's gonna kill me but the baby blues is like post it's like postpartum depression okay, okay. i don't know if it's too I, I don't i don't know if it's just another word for it or another term for it mm-hmm. But it's after they give birth, they start worrying about everything and anything. Can they breastfeed? Will they be able to breastfeed? Mm. Are they going to have that connection with the child? Um, their weight. Yeah. The is my husband going to be attracted to me? Right, right, right. So, and yeah, it's, so I know it's mothers, but she has to worry about being a mother, being Poor a wife. Yeah. And it's like for me, so like yeah, it's, it's I was just in awe because it was like I've no I've learned more about mothers with my wife. That's mm. the whole point of what I'm saying. In two years, then knowing my mom for twenty five, not that she didn't wasn't a great mother. My mother is the best mother ever mm. to me. It's just that, like I said, I didn't know what to appreciate other than the fact that she gave birth to me. Yeah. And I know that she puts yeah. food on the table mm. with my dad and whatnot. But just her, I wasn't sure of what to appreciate. But now I know what to appreciate. And listen, I appreciate my mom a whole lot more now, man. Yeah, and not just because it's me, because she has four of us, so she had to do it four times. Four times. And like I said in the beginning. She does it individually. She caters to us differently because we're all different. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. Only one girl, so you can't treat the girl the way you treat the men. Mm. One of us has autism, my younger brother, and then me and Eric, just the two boys, yeah. the middle ch- children. So, yeah, it's big respect, big shout out to mothers. Man. I was going to say, even like your your sister, I mean, how, because you, you, you oh, she's yeah. a mother as well, you know, seeing her become like your sister and then becoming a mother, did that like change? It did, it did. And she's going to listen to this as well. And I'm sorry, <laughs> Tati. But definitely because before my wife, I saw her be a mother as well. And mm. she's my same, the same age group as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that also, it was like a big eye opener of what a mother is. And her, listen, my sister loves hard. That's mm. why she, she, she fights hard because yeah. she loves hard. Yeah, yeah. And when I see her, when I, when I saw her become a mother, it's a love that you can't describe. And literally only when you go through it and you witness it firsthand, it's like, I saw a whole different side of her, a whole different kind of emotion and just affection come out of her. Yeah. And yeah, I, le- I learned a lot, man. I learned a lot. And I'm still learning from her. We're still learning from her. My wife, we're learning from her because she's, she's done it. Do you understand? I'm going to ask you, like, um, when you, I think it's something that we don't, maybe like guys don't think about, but when you were like marrying, when you were, you know, choosing your wife, 
did it ever occur to you that wow this would be the mother of my children or did even the fact that i'm choosing you because i want you to be the mother of my did that did that, that process ever occur to you i thought that thought ever that wasn't my first that wasn't my first thing that like, i didn't choose well yeah i didn't yeah i didn't choose robin you guys all know robin yeah, my wife's yeah. name is robin guys yeah. i didn't choose her because listen oh, wow, you, a, oh, you got I didn't see her and, and go like Oh you got great motherly uh, <laughs> instincts And yeah, you're going to yeah. be a great mother mm. Let me choose you No yeah. And yeah to answer your question No not at once Did I think she'll be a great mother to my children mm. But I didn't think There was no signs of the opposite So therefore I ruled that out Yeah, yeah. And I, I just let it go And mm. she was she was a great everything else mm. Why not also be a great mother <laughs> mm. Do you understand And not only she grew up without a father Mm. Not as in he passed away, but he just unfortunately wasn't present. Wasn't, yeah. So and with four sisters, yeah, three yeah. sisters. So and so her three sisters and her mother. So she not that she knows all about being a mother, but she's about a lot about being a woman, mm. about being a woman, and yeah, about being a mother as well. She got a lot. So I wasn't too worried about that. But no, that's not something that I worried about. And if I had to do it again, I don't. I don't think it'll be something I worry about. Not yeah. not not initially anyway. I mean, do you when you're you know youth is that is that does that thought ever come to your mind like you know looking at her and saying you know what she could be the mother of my children kind of thing for me yeah only because I wanted kids since I was like fifteen <laughs> so I wanted children since since fifteen yeah I've been like thinking about it planning it so I it wasn't something that's like I look for but it's something that I keep an eye out for only because I know the type of mother that. I had mm. and how my aunties are, how um, my grandmother is. So there's a certain standard of mother mm. that I have in my head. Yeah. yeah. Um, from I've seen how Eva's mum has raised them, mm -hmm. see how my auntie raised my cousin, see how my mum raised me, and how my grand raised our parents. Yeah. So I always had an, had an eye out for these things. And I. To be fair, it wasn't something that I kind of played on too much because, like Ivan said before, um, his sister um, Tatiana, she, I saw her when she was pregnant, but I didn't, I didn't see her. Like we were separated, not yeah, separated for like four, or five years. So I didn't see her again until she had her second child, and when her second child was like two, mm. so I saw her go from my young cousin, a motive. We're doing stuff. We're mm. going. We're crazy. Yeah. We're 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 spending money. We're doing this to a whole mama, and it was like, yo, like mm. she, she's a real mum. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw Ivan's wife, Robin, go from my friend, just around. We used to do stupid stuff, like just go on random motives, and in the evening, like randomly go test at three a.m. <laughs> to also a whole mum of two. It was like, yo, like this is crazy. So I don't feel like you can really look out for the signs because yeah. i feel like they just become it it just they, evolves I, I, yeah. I was about to say it'll be a bit deep <laughs> if it's like if she's got everything perfect but she ain't got like motherly instincts mm. like the girl that you're interested in yeah, yeah. that you ruled him out because it's something that you learn no mm. one knows one thing that i learned just uh, i'm gonna relate it to my situation i won't hold a mic for too long <laughs> before i always wanted to be a dad right always mm. since i was young and I've been told that I'm great with children. Yeah. Well, back before when I was single. Yeah. I like I was literally told by everyone, "You're great with children. You're going to be a great dad. Mm. Like you got the all the patience in the world. You're going to play with them." Blah, blah, blah. And I think I did. But when I had my own children, not that I was impatient. It's just it wasn't the same. Yeah. So my point is, 
So if you obviously you've got a girl that you got your eye on. Yeah. So even if they're doing all the right things and you think they've got all the motherly instincts, instincts mm. when they do become a mother, with like your baby mother or whatever, <laughs> they may not have the same attributes that you once saw. Yeah. That makes sense. Because yeah. I don't now have the same attributes that mm-hmm. someone once saw in me. Many people saw in me. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my only... Um, not example, yeah, experience in that. Mm. So that's why I'm saying it'll be a little bit deep to um, kind of judge someone based yeah, on what you see. Of course, girl, yeah, of course. Even my auntie was telling me how. Um, so my mom was the youngest of her siblings. Mm. So my auntie grew up with always having to take care of my mom, always having to. My mom wouldn't sleep in the dark. My mom wouldn't sleep without her. My mom wouldn't go to the toilet in the night without her. Wow. And my auntie had to do everything for my mom. Mm. Mm. Um. So then she said that when my mom gave birth to me, she said she just completely transformed into wow. a whole other person. Mm-hmm. So, because she was the baby, like yeah. she was the baby of the family, did it, everything was done for her. Um, she never got in trouble. Um, her older brother, which is Ivan's dad, was always on her side. Yeah. So no matter what happened, she was always had backing to then having to fend for herself. Mm. So like you guys, like Ivan was saying, like you guys have been saying, they, I think women have this amazing thing of just evolving. Adapting. It's, it's yeah. adapting. I think that's the key word. I was just think, sorry to cut you off. But I think it's more than adapting though, because they literally just change. You know, the only reason, in the, in the moment that I'm in now in my life, the reason I say adapting is because, and this is just, God, God just shows you different sides of different people. And mm. in this case, because the subject is woman. My dad passed away two months ago. Yeah. And obviously my mom is now a widow. Widower? A widow. A widow. Yeah. And... So this is so it's been twenty nine years. Mm. I've seen my sister become a mother in order. Mm. I've so twenty nine years my mum, seen her as a mother. Then I saw my sister. I'm just mentioning the people close to me. <laughs> yeah. I saw my sister become a mother. I saw my wife become a mother. Yeah. Different sides of mothership, motherhood. And the reason I, I'm using the word adapting is because now I've seen my mum lose her life friend, yeah. best friend, her husband. And the way she's adapting so much I wanna use the word better, but it doesn't do it justice for what she's doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. It's, I'm going to compare, I can only speak about myself. She's doing it so much better than I am because any other thought of my dad, I crumble. Mm. Any kind of thing of my dad, I crumble. Mm. You, know, you, you guys have probably gone through it. Mm. But she was the closest to him. I knew my dad for 29 years, but again, consciously, only for 25, 24. Yeah. She knew him for over 30. Wow. She wakes up, she looks at him. But the way she's adapting and moving on with life, only a mother can do that. Not mm. only a mother can do that. I'm not. I'm not fresh that anyone else, men, women, boys, girls, you guys can do anything. But mothers have this way of doing it, yeah, quicker than others. So that's Straight. why I'm using the word adapting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keyword. Have you maybe have you seen like since your your dad passing? Have you seen like any like what I mean as in have you seen how maybe your mom has changed towards how she treats you as her kids and her grandkids? Like or how she's maybe cha- her characters change or where she sees. It's only been two months. Mm. But yeah, with me, I can only speak for myself personally right now. We've we talk, we've talked in the past two months more than we probably spoke the whole of last year. Wow. Yeah, and this this is this is bad on my end mm. because I'm not good at communicating. Yeah. yeah. And I'm listen, I'm still learning. So, and uh, especially with my mom, I've never been good at communicating with my mom because I don't know, man. It's one thing having your mom as your mother. Mm. It's another thing having your mother as your friend. So, wow. or any parent as your friend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's a line not to be played with. Yeah. Because when you cross that line and you become too buddy buddy with one of your parents, in this case, we're talking about mothers. 
you may tend to disrespect them at mm-hmm. one point because yeah. you treat them like a friend. So yeah. that's one line I never wanted to cross. Not to say I've never disrespected my parents or my mum, unintentionally though, mm-hmm. never on purpose. But yeah, that's just always a line I try to to stay away from because yeah. I want to have you. I want to be your boy. I want. I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, yeah. We're friends. We're friendly. Yeah. But I want you to be my mum. So because we weren't friends like that, we were just mother and son. We were friends, but like, if she hears it, she's gonna. She, she, I don't want it to be upset. <laughs> yeah. But we we had so much fun. Like my mum will tell me, I'm the one that makes her laugh the most. Right, right, right. But you guys understand what I'm saying about the yeah. thin line. Yeah. I don't want to treat her like my friend. I've always wanted to treat her like my mother, and mm. I wanted to treat me like a son. Mm. So for that reason, when I became older, yeah, I couldn't talk to her about a lot of things because you're a boy. Yeah. Coming yeah. a teenager, you're you're all horny in that. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? You're thinking about. You can't share these things with your mum. You can yeah. hardly share them with your dad. It's true. It's and I true. wouldn't even share it with my dad because, again, even though my dad, you know, my dad, yeah, whoever yeah. knows my dad, super listen, chill. the coolest guy, super chill, yeah. that he was the best. But even with him, I wouldn't go to my dad, funny enough, and be like, oh, dad, this isn't that, like anything that I couldn't speak to my mom. Because, again, I've tried to, I don't want to be my dad's friend like that. Mm. I want to, I want to be father and son because yeah. there's, there's a friendship in that already, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's like I said, so yeah, to answer your question, we've we've spoken more in the past two months than in the past year if not two years mm. like i'll call her randomly i'll tell her i love her randomly yeah stuff like that so it's needed it, it's 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 changed yeah it's it's something positive has come from it well more things but in this case i feel like it's needed and it's deserved like um because yeah. seeing my grandma i live with my grandma as well, well i live with my grandma and she she is a great grandma mm. i think i i can't bother to do the mass right now she has so many grandchildren yeah so just 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 from just from okay let's just from her children she has four from my oldest uncle and then from evans that is another four my auntie has two then my mom has one mm. and from that she has one two three like around eight great grandchildren yeah and the thing is all she wants i've seen all she wants is um love mm-hmm. attention Mm. Like she says that she's like if I knew then what I know now I would have had ten kids because I see that mothers only they all they want to do all they want is wow. love and affection mm. because and I f- I feel like as children that's the least we can give them yeah so um, I think for any guys out there listen I think like because sometimes like even I'm saying like sometimes that mother and son bond sometimes it's just not there because sometimes. Yeah. It's the way some mothers are Sometimes the way some children are Sometimes there's so many different factors um, Sometimes it may be how Maybe um, parents are split up Yeah And sometimes the the children may take a side Or be angry at the mother f- For the dad being absent But I think regardless of everything We just need to Like as children We need to understand that Mothers deserve At least um, Love yeah. Affection and attention you know, that's, that's a very key Whoever's listening Write that one down and underline it. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, even just to, to just the case of biological, I was like, so like I said, my mom passed away, so my my dad remarried, and I'm right now with my stepmom. And um, I would say, obviously, like I said, having that that gap made it very hard because like my my stepmom came when like we became really independent really quickly. Yeah. So after mom passed away, it was pretty much like me and my sisters and my dad, and my dad literally had to like. He had to basically cover the the, the the cost of two of two parents, so he was working all the time. It caused my sisters to really grow up, and as much as they're my sisters, I still see them as mothers. Like I remember <laughs> hearing stories, a bit of a shame, like 
long to say it now, but basically, I remember like when I talk to my older sister now, um, because she's also a mother. Yeah. Um, to my older sister, she um, she basically was telling um me that when I was young, that she used to um. She used to feed me Haribo's from her mouth. Like, oh man, <laughs> it's very nasty. Like, like, but no, but you know, she was like my first. Like, she told me that I actually called her mum first. Mm. Oh wow! I was I spent so much time with her. How, I never, what's the age gap? Um, she's like, so about a good maybe ten years. So about, okay, about yeah. ten years. So she was like literally looking after me all the time. Um, my, like my mom, whilst also whilst also going through her going basically going through wow. being a child who's lost their mm, mum. That's another. Oh, that's, that's she's not a mother yet, and she's already doing it. I know. So, so just another thing to see. Yeah. It's like you know she she pretty much like looked after me, and I remember hearing stories. You know, my older sister. Um, you know, my so there's I have I have a lot of older sisters, but my sisters that live with me at the time, um, with the, who have the same mum. Um, there's there's three three girls, so it's you know my immediate sister, and then you've got I've got two older ones, and the eldest one used to look after me, and she basically was like after you know um, looking after after like going to spend time with mum at the hospice, she would pretty like pretty much you know take me to the childminder, take my sisters to school, and then go to school herself, and then come back pick pick me up, pick my sister no pick my sisters up, then pick me up, and then. We all go and see my mum wow. and then come back home. Mm. And it was like, when I hear that, when back then it would just, it, and it, but when I hear that now, I'm like, wow, she was filling that role. And it's sometimes, you know, the mother instinct comes from being a child, but sometimes it's just really in them. It's true. And they just pick up that burden and just do it. Yeah. Um, But like, so like, I appreciate my sister so much, even my immediate sister now. Like I, I, I love her to death. Like we were talking about the other day and I was just Shout like out to them, <laughs> real talk, man. I was like, I, I was talking to the other day and like, we're just having a proper like heart to heart. And I was just like, you know what? Like, cause we're so, that we're so alike um, because we've gone through the same things. And if you notice, if you see my sisters, you'll see we're all alike. We all have this very, cause I was talking about attachment. So I, I actually, you know, if anybody else wants to let their attachment type, you know, it tells you a lot. So you have like fearful avoidant, um, anxious, preoccupied, dismissive, avoiding, and secure. And secure are the ones that you know you've had a healthy attachment growing with mother, your mother and father. And basically, it's like you find that you can effectively communicate and feel vulnerable with your in a relationship. Mm. Um, and then you know, dismissive, avoiding is you know, do you find yourself fearing commitment and constantly craving space and freedom? Um, anxious, preoccupied is that do you feel that um, that you find romantic partners or loved ones pulling away frequently? And then fearful avoiding is like, do you often flip flop between hot and cold? I'm sometimes confused about how you feel towards your loved ones, or mm. you know. And I think <clears throat> I did a test and I fell into fearful avoiding and dismissive avoiding. Wow. And it and I was like, it made so much sense about why sometimes I struggle to make those connections, mm. to to form relationships, mm. um, to even be consistent about how I feel about someone. And it's not like I don't feel it, but it's like I'm so used to just getting along with difficulty and pain and struggle that is like I have this habit of like I don't really need you to come and step into my life mm. and try and fix yeah. everything or try and be oh, I'm gonna be like for me to think I'm gonna marry someone and it's like I mean I'm learning I'm changing but for me it was like someone gonna mar I'm gonna marry someone and like oh they're gonna cook for me and look after me and I'm just like like from age like you know seven i was really going home by myself kind mm, of thing yeah. you know and then my my stepmom came when i was like 14 so in that good seven years 
literally we are just like geared to just getting on with it things are difficult get on with it yeah. you know you're upset just get along with it because we don't have time to, to, yeah. to be kids <laughs> we we had to survive yeah you know? um but i don't know if that's maybe that's any similar to to your situation um <clears throat> not so much because my mom passed when i was 19 the yes actually yeah because growing up i was i'm quite of a like reserved person mm. so whenever it was talk about like whenever it was things like emotions and stuff she would just know so even there was times where i would be up, upset about things that i haven't even deep that i'm upset about because yeah. i bought things up mm-hmm. yeah. i would be upset about something that i haven't even realized so she'll come to me saying you're upset about this I'm like, no i'm not yes you are mm. and so and yeah so after when she passed away it was a struggle for me to kind of learn how to talk about my emotions because i never had to yeah. with, with anyone a man or a woman or just just females um well i think still still with females with 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 male relationships i tend to be a lot closer only because growing up i didn't have male friends mm. so now that i do have them i cherish them yeah, so okay. with with females i tend to kind of and then females because i didn't have male friends all my friends were female so at a point i hated that so in a sense i kind of push female relationships back a bit so they don't really get to know the inner parts of me yeah so now being in a relationship i'm learning that i have to open that up a bit more and yeah. kind of i kind of force myself to kind of express how i'm feeling more yeah but i fully get what i mean it's it's, it's very easy to be in a place where i can handle it myself because that's that's how i had to learn because i'm so like for me i'm so dismissive like alongside you know lose my mom from early i i mean i don't want to expose like my, my, my too much my family but the truth is just to make this uh, the sense of everything was that you know my mom passed away my dad actually remarried um and then like things went left and then i also she also left as well so i had a stepmom before then in that period for a bit and okay. then she left yeah. and then we were alone again and then my current stepmom came into the picture at 14 do you know what i'm trying to say mm. and she was like my first initial like mum and then she left so then i got into this habit of like you know what like it's cool everything's cool like, i don't i don't really need you to to be around i don't really need to like if a girl comes to me it's like in my heart i've already have this thing in my heart where it's like oh, i'm ready for when you're gonna go because mm. it's happened prepared for it. i'm prepared yeah. for it, you know and um i'm, I'm just so used to them like, oh, yeah it's cool man they're like you they, they want me to fight for them and it's like it's not like i i don't want to but i just don't have that thing in me it yeah just, it hasn't been yeah. there because at that moment when it was like i needed you to be, those women to be around where, you? where were you and mm. you left and now you know i have someone who loves me now and you know uh, so i'm saying for example someone who loves me yeah. now um mm-hmm. and they want to um, um, <laughs> no one loves me now <laughs> but it's like people, i'm loved you're lucky i can't <laughs> press those buttons <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I, I will have someone who will love me and i'm still learning like just the last pandemic i didn't realize that i there's a lot of things a lot of trauma um that I haven't actually dealt with yeah. about how I interact and form relationships with the opposite sex. I'm very, very closed off of them. I'm very, very like very nonchalant about my affection towards them. And I don't even want to play the blame game, but it's like, I think to myself and I sat down, I was like, where does this habit come from of just being so numb mm. to like oh. loss and mm. numb to like, do you know what I'm trying I to say? I was literally yeah, yeah. thinking that today in the shower because, because um, like, I, 
I wanted to clear it with my family members first because I wanted to make a video about how it was for me losing losing um my mum. Mm. But then shortly after I thought about that, my uncle passed away. So I wanted to first clear it with my family to make sure it's okay with them. Yeah. But I was deep in it that when I first lost my mum, I was so numb to loss. Yeah. Like it was literally like like it was I don't know, it's it sounds a bit dark and psychotic, but it's like almost like the thought the thought of losing someone or someone passing away was like, oh, okay. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so I get what you mean. It's 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 and it's weird how that happens. Like it just it, it is hard to explain yeah. mm. of how it feels, but it's like you, it's not that you don't care, but it's almost like you're used to it. It's like like it's happened a lot. It's, it's happened. It's happened yeah. to me so 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 many times that it's just like I just have this really just this habit. It's like you have I, I just been in that place where it's like they want more from me. They want me to express more, show more affection, or they want me to fight for them more. And it's not like, you know, I don't care about you, I don't love you or, you know, anything like that. It's literally just being that fa- that fact of, I haven't had an experience of someone wanting to fight for me. Mm. I haven't had an experience of someone wanting to stay. Mm. Um, I haven't had someone stable there, someone present there. That, that mother, And that's what I'm trying to say, like mother figures, they really do set the tone for every other kind of female relationship and how you deal with um, like interactions and relationships. And um, like I said, you know, at 15, 15 14 my 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 my, my stepmom came into scene and you know i really appreciate her i really do because back then it was just like no offense i hope that one day she doesn't listen to this but you know um i would just be like oh who's this person kind of thing like i'm really prepared for you to to pack up your bags one day and be like I'm, I'm but about your stepmother is still she's still with her she's still oh, with okay, me do okay, what i mean okay, like okay. and it's now now that, that i'm 23 and i'm thinking about these things i've taken a step back and i've been like you know what like it's not easy and this is even for the stepmothers yeah, it's, it's not easy to be a stepmom to come in and look after somebody else's children yeah. it's true and then begin to somehow manifest and conjure up this maternal instinct that is usually driven by a biological yeah. force like mm-hmm. by pregnancy even that bond yeah and um it's just you're fighting science man yeah literally <laughs> yeah. so it's like um i do appreciate i do appreciate for her stepping in i do appreciate her like you know um coming in and coming into my life and doing her best to be around and to be present um you know even though it came at such a later stage but it it just like just for the sake of mother's day i just had to think you know what like i have to give some i have to give some some credit some props to where it's due it's very true yeah so is that why you said before that like when you meet a girl do you look for for them to have like motherly instincts? It's not. In Be- is it because of what you just explained? It's not like I look for them to have mother motherly instincts. I just remember listening to um to someone talking about how before he was gonna marry, and he said one of the thoughts was like, um, I looked at her and I said, you know what, I wanted to be the mother of my kids, and it made me realize about falling in love with people's habits, not falling in love with like them because in a sense you fall in love with them but you fall in love with their habits the things that they have been for the 20 something years 37 years of their life you know fall in love with their day in day out behaviors Mm. because they're not going to change per se and those same habits those same ideals you have to fall in love with those ideals because they're going to carry that Mm -hmm. and think about everything that they know and they believe in they're going to instill it into your children yeah and if you don't have the same vision the same ideas you know People don't change that much. No. Do you know what I'm trying to say? And it's like, suppose you have someone that's like, they don't even really care much about faith. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, I love you anyways. I love you with all my heart, but you don't, I carry this avenue and you carry this, this, this idea of life. 
And when you have your children, yeah. it's like, what do yeah. you do with them? Yeah, it's true. So it's so important to know. I mean, I'm not saying every guy should go around thinking, oh, like, can she be the mother of my children? <laughs> you know I mean, I'm gonna I mean I'm what you just said, that's wisdom. So yeah, do say that. Yeah, like at least think about yeah, it. think like, about think it, man. Her behavior, because you're not. I'm sure you can testify. Like you're in this till 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 heaven. I'm gonna say it's like God you're willing. not God willing, you know. <laughs> but like your mind has never been that place where oh yeah, I'm gonna drop out of this thing when in a couple of years. Your no. mind is like I'm gonna be with this person for the rest of my life. Yep. They're gonna be mother of my children. However, children I ha- how many children I have, it's gonna be her. Yeah. So it's like you have to understand. There's no like pick and mix. Mm. It's literally like who she is fundamentally her vision, her ideals, what she believes in, what she mm-hmm. desires, that's all going to be transferred into the children. Yeah. And yeah. funny enough is that was like, especially when it comes to faith, a lot of it is the mothers. Mm. The fathers, we have we have an input, yeah, we, we do a lot, but a lot of things that children learn about faith, a lot of it, most of the time, is from mothers. Yeah, like you hear like praying mothers. Exactly. Yeah. And that was something I definitely looked out for because I come from... Um, very serious female prayer warriors <laughs> that like that when they pray about something things change yeah so i had and i saw the benefit of that growing up like when i had my mother around um i did not struggle to get a job like it was like getting a job was like i used to get a job so easily mm-hmm. that i would just leave when i got bored wow like because i knew that oh, i'll get another job yeah, yeah i i knew that if i got the interview the job was mine like, mm. there was no doubt about it. The same way I always had money. Everything was just away. When my mom passed away, when my mom passed away, I realized that, hold on, something has changed. <laughs> 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 Something's <laughs> a little bit harder. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, what are you talking the about, gym. man? <laughs> so, so, like, the importance of a praying mother is very, like, there's a very big import- importance on mothers to pray. Mm. And something I was going to touch on as well is that um, sometimes you don't have to have biological children to be a mother. Yeah. Like, um, I see a lot in my grandmother is that she, she has so many kids, so mm. many children that are not biologically hers, but yet she's a mother to them and treats them mm. as she would her own. So maybe to any females out there listening is that sometimes, sometimes someone may not have that motherly instinct. Mm. So it may be your job to step in for that, for that child yeah. to be like like you're saying you didn't have those females or like um someone to be that mother you had your sisters yeah. but at the same time they were also growing up yeah so, so if there was someone to be there for you in a certain way it would have been different <laughs> <laughs> like um especially for me in the church in the church we had we have we have um lady pastor trudy shout out to her yeah who who yeah. for me it's something that I have aunties and stuff, but something about her I don't have of anyone else is that when she walks in the room, I feel calm, safe, safe. Like I know that I'm gonna be all right whenever she's in the room. Mm. So it's and it's not something that she tried to do. It's just something that that she has. But believe it or not, yeah, like I used to really struggle to accept her. Mm. Like when <laughs> I no, honestly, when I first came to church and you know. She was like the mother of the church kind of yeah. thing. It was like you know we had Reverend was like Dad and he had mm-hmm. LP was like Mom, mm-hmm. and it was like I had LP. I had Reverend it was like me and Reverend were cool, but like when LP's trying to step into my life and try and engage with me, I was just like like why, mm. like what, what do you want from me? Wow, it was it's that it was that it was like, like that. That, that guard is like yeah, really up. Do you know what I mean it's like because I'm just so prepared that it's like like you're just you're not here for a reason, you know and. 
I used to even struggle with that thing with Alfie Petrina. Mm. So I mean, like, I remember one day he said, I just don't really like you, <laughs> you know? And my face. Yeah, I said it to her face. And I apologize now because we're great. Yeah, we're, yeah, like, yeah. we're like tipping the pot. We're great. But it was really a difficult thing for me because it was like, it was just like, why are you trying to step in and be a mother? Mm. I, I didn't need it mm. then. So why somehow I need it now? It's true. But then I really begin to think to myself now, like when I'm getting married, I'm just saying to myself, I need to make sure like my my children really experience their mum mm. because I want them to grow up with that secure attachment, that secure relationship. So is it is it a thing where like what what you experience or you're saying is something that we I don't really hear, but it's mummy issues. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we hear so much about daddy issues, but the truth is there, there are, are also there mommy are issues. issues. There are mommy issues. Is that considered mother issues? I mean, I mean, the way we say daddy issues is like, sometimes we say like, oh, sometimes girls go wild and mm. kind of thing. But I think for guys, sometimes you don't understand why a guy misbehaves or a guy struggles to connect. Mm -hmm. He struggles to show you his vulnerability or his love. or It's because it may be something, you know, come from a father but sometimes it may come from like the absence of a mother or how he's been treated by a mother mm -hmm. like i remember hearing this song and um i, I don't even want to swear it, but it's by a rapper and he was like he says my, my, my mother's a b like yeah it's his, like and yeah. you know and he says oh yeah i don't trust girls kind of thing and it's like sometimes you don't understand or fathom like how much like the absence or the the, the lack of relationship mm -hmm. or intimacy affect affects you. the children or affects you as a person um and i even realized to myself that you know um because even me doing this is a lot for me to really just be open and be yeah. like yo like this is testimony mm. kind of thing you know <laughs> um but i'm even using it as therapy for myself and i want to one day look back at this and hear this podcast yeah. and be like wow look how much i've changed mm. um and how much i've evolved but it's really those things fundamentally like they do have a thing in where you just you haven't learned how to connect yeah do you know what i'm trying to say you mm -hmm. just haven't learned it so you having to learn it now it really requires someone who's kind of patient it's um, true and it's hard as well yeah because people want to want to merit a reaction out of me but i'm just so geared and so poised like we will, i always say like emotionally we're very similar we're very just like oh it's life mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it's okay because sometimes you go through those hardships mm -hmm. And you just built this really, you just real, really thick skin, mm -hmm. really callous. Um, and sometimes, you know, like God forbid you have a fantastic relationship in Jesus' name. Amen. But, you know, you may not even understand that some things you may struggle with is just because your, your mom passed away kind mm -hmm. of thing. And there might be some things you haven't really dealt with. Um, yeah. And, you know, whoever you're with, like one day she may listen to this and be like, you know what, okay, I'm going to be a bit patient here that this may be because of, of this, mm -hmm. you know, um, just for example, like and even what you're saying as well, maybe someone listening hasn't hasn't clocked that maybe that is that's your problem. Yeah, yeah. Because sometimes like we go through life having problems that we don't know about. Mm. So because you don't know it, like you can't fight an invisible enemy because you don't know it's there. Yeah. So, so for the people that are listening that are going through that and probably just clocked, yeah. what would you tell them? So sorry, it's hard for me to give advice on that because. Mm. 
I can understand what you're saying, and yeah. I get it. It's just emotionally, it's mm. hard for me to get into this. I shoes. mean, I think you're just like the you're like the the, the difference between it, common because you you lived with your parents when yeah. you're young and you've engaged with your mother and stuff yeah. like that. And Maya's not to negate your experience, but almost to offer your experience to even help me, kind of thing. Like how it's changed you, how it's made you better, connecting how it's made you better, just understanding women, for example, mm. in in a sense. But you were saying like, what would I tell them? Yeah, I would say if they're alive, if your mother is alive now, like try, like try and like I've sat down before and said I I I wonder how my life would have been if she was alive. And there's some some cases where the mother may may not want to have that connection with the child. Mm. In that case, there is whether you know or not, there's someone in your life who is that mother figure. Yeah, whether it be a sister, maybe a girlfriend, an auntie. Uh, maybe they may not have any biological relationship to you, but mm. they're always someone that you can still find that yeah. connection with. Engage with them. Mm. Try your best to connect. Try your best to seek their advice and their comfort, their help and their love. Um, and when it comes to that time of you wanting, because I'm sure like even when you, I don't know at any point, but I'm sure there might have been a conversation between you and your mum, like, you know, I'm going to marry this woman yeah. kind of thing. Like, what do you think or like how do you feel about her or do you know yeah, kind of thing it was a short convo but, you know, I mean, but I'm just saying like <laughs> there is this thing where when you are making that decision, decision to also be the woman you kind of want the woman who you used to live with some validation to give you some validation final or to give you some advice yeah, yeah. you know or women are like this you know my mom has you know my stepmom has said me now I didn't even call my stepmom I just said my mom like mm. she's t- I sat down for I'm like you know what I'm thinking about this person how feeling for this person what do you think and then it's like she give me advice and I imagine now thinking to myself if I never had that if I'd never had a mother figure I would just be a mess like I wouldn't even know it's what true. I'm walking myself into it's true so it's them ones where it's like learning to value what advice they can give you because <clears throat> women see things that men just don't see yep. true, yeah. and I remember talking to my mum one day about a particular um, lady friend and, <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to her and I was like saying you know what <clears throat> thinking about her and she was like she so she met her like a couple of days later. Um, she just came by the house, and she just said from the very first second, even just telling my story about telling, telling her about, um, telling her about her, telling my mom about her. Mm-hmm. She from the story already, she could kind of work out what kind of person she was. Yeah. And then she said, <laughs> when she came, she said in the first few seconds of just even speaking to her, looking at her, I knew what type of girl she was. And then a couple of days later, she told me she's like this, this, this. And I said, wow, it's so true. Mm-mm. And I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. I want girls to have this gut, this feeling, this intuition. As like, I don't have that. The thing <laughs> is, that like women, they we we play around with it, but they I feel like they actually have that that extra thing. Yeah. Um. I don't know where I read it, where I heard it. I don't know. Don't quote me on it because I have no scriptures to back it up. But I read or heard somewhere that it's like God gave women that extra discernment because mm. they were deceived. So that they don't get deceived again, kind of thing. Wow. So they have that extra discernment. Wow! Like, like I was telling you, I think I was telling you the other day. My grand saw this girl that liked me, and I liked her as well. Mm. My grand saw her. He goes, "This girl's fake." No interaction. That this girl's fake. Wow! And turned turned out she tend to be, yeah. you know, <laughs> a shark in the water. Yeah. <laughs> so women do really have that extra something. Mm. So yeah, I was gonna say as well. Like I actually had a study actually. Um, and they said that um, apart, other than your brain, um, your stomach is the next place that has the most, um, or your gut is the place that has the, the next <laughs> most amount of nerves. Um, and the amount of nerves can be compared to 
um, a cat or a dog. That's crazy. And they were like, they always called the gut the second brain. Mad. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, sometimes you get that gut feeling kind of thing. I was like, okay, my brain is not really working. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it, I was like, wow, it's actually a study. Like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I came across it the other day. And I was just like, like yo, man. Yeah, women, women, they're special creatures and they need to be celebrated, praised, shown love. Because the truth is sometimes as men, if we fail in showing this love, attention to women in general, mothers, sisters, cousins, daughters, it kind of creates a cycle because deeper, if a woman wasn't given the certain love and attention that she needed or deserved, mm. she then grows up to maybe despising men or so on and so forth, treating their son in a certain way or raising their son in a certain way. Yeah. And it just ends up being a thing where maybe that, that son that she's raised he who then go on to hurt girls mm. it's just an endless it kind of cycle, cycle. Endless yeah cycle. of of like of hurt mothers raising hurt sons who then go hurt women yeah. who then become bitter women it's just so hurt people hurt people yeah mm. it's true hurt people hurt people yeah. i remember um i was listening to a, to a preacher and he was basically explaining how the devil works and he was saying that um the devil works the same way as um, colonizers created like racism and stuff like that. And you're saying the best way to colonize a, a, a people is to remove um, their knowledge um, or their access to free well, knowledge because it's that access to freedom. Once you have knowledge, you have power. Mm. Um, then it was to, um, you know, create different language barriers and stuff like that. But then one of the main ways that, you know, the colonizers really impose their force on, on a people and to create racism and so on and so forth was to separate the family mad and that's why you had the husband working in the fields and you had the woman working in the household wow. and then what happens is the children live with the only live with the, with the mother they never see their father and you know the the, the, the then it, apparently what it is it, it created this habitual almost behavioral instinct of this idea that black men don't don't live with their like, mm, don't yeah. live with the, in the household they are it's always a single mother kind of pain and yeah. it's not knowing it's come all the way from like colonization mm. they did it to almost allow it to happen but like just to kind of reflect to this it's almost just understanding how important it is to have both mother and father yes. well represented very, in the home important. um i mean you just need to take home of it as well like for yourself like making sure as your children are respecting you your children also respect your mother, their mother as well, yeah. you know, because your your son and your daughter are going to grow up one day and what they, how they see you treat your wife and how you treat. Because I remember, I remember um, there was this, who was it? I can't remember who it was. Uh, someone told me he's a husband and he said one day, I think his son was rude to his mum or something like that. And he called his son into the room and he said, you know what you've just done? You've upset my wife, you know? And he was <laughs> like, this is my best friend. So you bet, and he proper went at him, and not even like, to, but he made him realize like you, the way I love her and respect her, you have to mm -hmm, carry that mm -hmm, same thing. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you need kind of maybe those things as well, like 100%. just a generation of young, because you see all these people like young kids, they don't even like respect their parents or respect it's their true. mothers. It's true. We need to have that season of, of us understanding this ideal of really instilling our children, their children's children, to respect their mothers mm -hmm. because. It cre it's a system created by the devil mm. to really begin to break down the world. Yeah. You know, and that's when I'm going to go into the center because just for the sake of <laughs> protocol and I don't want anything to get banned. <laughs> but that's when you have 
certain families that just don't really initiate, you know, um, the right upbringing for children. Yeah. Um, so. I, I don't think kids these days, even us, our generation, they don't understand what respecting your mother or respecting your parent is. They think it's just calling your mother, uh, yes, ma'am, or yeah. um, yes, please, or yeah, oh, mom. Yeah. That's not, that's being kind. That's not respect. Mm. In my view, a type the mo the, the day to day respect that you should show your parents is listening to what they say to do. Yeah, especially while you're under their roof, because mm. most most times will will listen, 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 listen. If you're respectful, you'll listen, listen, listen. Yeah, and you agree, but then you're out of the door and you do the complete different thing. So that's your disrespect there. Don't think you're being respectful by listening and not replying. Yes, mum. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. So that's where the disrespect lies. And a, a lot of people, a lot, I think a lot of kids just think the respecting part is just doing nice things for your parents. And that's minimal stuff. That's yeah. being kind. When you respect, try, try and listen to your parents for a month. Yeah. Doing, doing what they want you to do. Matter of fact, try listen to your mom for a month. Ask her her advice on something every day and you're going to see how your life changes. It's true. Definitely. Do you understand? Very true. I think at the end of the day, it's like you have to get to that place where you respect them because once they're gone, it's true. They're gone. Yep. It's true. And there's no, I'm sorry, I didn't miss it, I miss it, or whatever. It's like, I miss you, or mm-hmm. I wish I could go back in time and, you know, change this thing. There's no redos, there's no coming back from it. So I, I remember I remember my mum before before she passed away, when she was ill, she, was, she said that, if you're going to bring me flowers, do it now. If you try to put flowers in my grave, they'll come back and fly in your face. <laughs> she, she, she said, there's no point yeah. of you trying to do all these nice things when I'm gone. When I'm yeah. gone, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to any children out there, whatever you can do for your mother, grandmother, auntie, any woman of significance in your life, do it now. Don't wait until they're gone to come and now do all these things because it's it's almost pointless then. Yeah. So like you're saying, like when they're gone, they're gone. So you have to value what you have now. Just do it. Whoever's listening, we'll talk. I agree. Just do it, man. Especially Mother's Day is coming. Make an effort. My dad will kill me. All my dad ever. My dad was the kind of guy. Like you said, you said you gave the example of a father that. Um, I think was, it was your dad. You know. <laughs> when I think no, about, when you're saying it, my dad's done that to me. You wouldn't say, "Listen, don't say that to your mother. Don't say that to my wife." That's what he would say. Yeah, because yeah. that's his best friend. He's mm. literally had that conversation. I think it might have been him. I'm you telling know. you, he, he. I wouldn't be surprised when we disrespect my mom. When we used to, yeah, mostly my sister. Sorry, Tay. <laughs> she, he will sit us down and he will give us a proper tell enough because that was his best friend. Yeah, and we will always ask him like just questions. Oh, Dad, who would you choose out of the kids? He's like, none of you. I'll choose my wife. Wow. Yeah, like that's how it was. Wow. And just yeah, man, and yeah, that's listen. I'm I'm learning. That's I'm gonna go above and beyond for my mom, man. Above and beyond, especially because she has this idea that my dad was my favorite. Wow! Because because he was disabled from a leg, mm. so growing up, I'll just always be next to my dad. Yeah. Are you okay? Whatever, whatever. And I get in trouble for that. Wow! While my sister's telling her to ch- telling him to chase her, <laughs> like just making fun of his leg. Yeah, I was yeah. there. Dad, do you wanna do you wanna stick? Do you wanna do you wanna chair? And I, he'll get angry at me. Whatever. And my mom just always thought that I favor my dad, but it, it was never that. Yeah. But yeah. nevertheless, she felt like that, and I didn't know how to make her feel otherwise. But mm. Yeah, now, I'm, now I'm going above and beyond for my mom. the man. time to really yeah. begin to do that. Do everything that makes them happy. Yeah. And like you said, it's just the fundamentals. Jodani said at the beginning, they just want, you said about Nana. Yeah. Uh, Nana, yeah which also is my name. Jodani's my cousin, guys. <laughs> um, they, all they want is attention. Mm. Show them just presence. Not as in presence, mm. as in physical presence. Yeah. Pres- wow. Yeah, presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
that's what they want, man. Your presence and your 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 time and your company, even if it's just an hour a day. Yeah, yeah man. That's that's the main advice I'll give to anyone my age, older or younger. Just it's so it's so important, biblically speaking, just mm-hmm. life wise. You know, you hear proverbs. You see King um, Lemuel's mum telling him, "Beware of." You know the strange woman. Beware mm-hmm. of this. These kind of things. Yeah. Before she was leaving him to be a king, you know, you don't understand that. For you, young kings, for us men as kings, that your mother helps you to be a king. It's true. Not just yeah. your father's um, lifestyle. It's your mother. Mm-hmm. What they say to teach you to true. be kind and compassionate, yep. to be loving, to be respectful. Um, yeah, man. It's very true. It's yeah. very true. Like deep, deep in it, it's <coughs> like, like. <laughs> Almost, it's almost like it's almost like like fathers kind of make kings, mothers raise kings. Wow! Almost, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. A, a, a father, a father will show you what to be. A mother will show you how to be. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's already gonna be the. <laughs> <laughs> that's already gonna be the um, the promo already. <laughs> Johnny always got these nice one liners. Got you spinning like I'm gonna pick up till I go home driving. <laughs> but yeah, man. But um. I think yeah just Cut it out And you say it <laughs> I, I can't even remember Guys uh, Kings and raising And people are born <laughs> I've been your host King Shay All the way from the kingdom Of people and that But yeah It's been great Loving you Having you guys on And um, Peace <laughs>